Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, to my OG listeners, you already know the vibes, okay? Hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, what's poppin', what's good? Welcome back to another episode of Your Fave. So my loves, today we have a guest episode. I feel like it's been a little a little minute, okay, since we've done a guest episode. And I'm super excited about this one today because we are chatting with Victoria Alario. Now, if you're not familiar with Victoria, you may or may not be sleeping under a rock. <laughs> No shade, okay? No shade. No shade, just tea. But I'm serious though, because Victoria is amazing. So Victoria is the CEO of Vixen the Label. She's also the host of For the Girls podcast. So if you've heard of either one of those, then you are definitely familiar with Victoria. So our conversation is super insightful. We get into literally everything when it comes to dating, high standards. We talk about different like traditional methods of dating. We talk about hookup culture. We talk about so many different things and it's really a conversation that as Victoria's podcast is titled, it's for the girls. Okay, it's for the boys too, but it's, it's for the girls. And this is just a juicy episode. It's like literally getting on that call and chatting with Victoria for this episode was like chatting with like an old friend. We got into all the juicy topics. It was such a flowing conversation and I feel like you guys are really going to enjoy this one. So I mentioned earlier that Victoria is the CEO of Vixen the Label. So that is her new clothing line that is launching on October 10th, 2022. So when you guys hear this episode, Vixen won't officially be launch however there is an instagram page which i will link down below and there is a website that you can go on to and sign up for updates so i personally signed up for the email and text message updates so that i could be the first to know when vixen is officially live and i can shop all of the clothing items so you guys can check that out and victoria has been dropping a bunch of like not just like hints but previews of all the clothing items to come and just all of the different collections in the label that will be available on launch day so highly recommend you check that out so we also get into a conversation conversation about that as well like what prompted her to start a clothing line who this clothing line is for what you can expect and it's just again such a juicy conversation and so so good so grab your water grab your beverage of choice it might be that shot of tequila baby you might be living your best life for me it is a tall toffee nut latte today we're in fall okay so me drinking my hot drinks I feel like it's finally the time where people are not judging me for getting a hot drink at Starbucks and I can live my best life so I'm gonna have my toffee nut latte as I edit this episode to go live for tomorrow and yeah I hope you guys thoroughly enjoy this one definitely check out all of Victoria's links down below
below. Definitely check out Books in the Label. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know. We're going to have a couple more guest episodes sprinkled throughout the rest of 2022 and some cool ones coming in 2023 as well. But yeah, I just hope you guys enjoyed this one. So we're going to keep it short and sweet right now for the intro. And let's go ahead and dive into this conversation with me and Victoria. Hello, Victoria. I'm super excited to have you on today. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Of course, of course. I feel like I'm trying to channel, as we were talking about earlier, our studio vibes. I'm pretending you're in the Manifest Daily studio. We're vibing. We're having maybe like a glass of wine or perhaps a mocktail, some ginger beer from Trader Joe's. And it's just a vibe. <laughs> I'm I'm here for it. I actually have a, a little mocktail here myself. Oh, I love so, those. So oh I'm gosh. totally channeling. We're aligned right now. <laughs> Are you going to the gym after? Um, you know what? I would love to, but I actually have a nail appointment after this. So okay, so she's just having her Lonnie new before the before her nail appointment. <laughs> <laughs> That is a vibe. That is a vibe. Okay, amazing. So I would love to start off with you telling us a little bit about who you are and what you do so our guests who are not as familiar with you can kind of like get a feel for exactly that, who you are. Yeah. So my name is Victoria Alario. I pretty much started on social media as like a hobby in like the fashion blogger space when it was really up and coming in 2015. And that was how I really started figuring out kind of the world of social media. And then fast forward a few years and I started being able to take it on full time. I actually came from the fashion PR world. That's I was like in corporate New York City vibes. And now I am a confidence coach. I am still a content creator, but that actually turned into being more of like a side hustle for me, which is cool because it used to literally be a hobby, something yeah. totally unpaid. That's something that I still do, you know, for fun. I have management and I really enjoy it, but I pretty much in full time doing confidence coaching, mentoring girls on, you know, self love and raising their standards and things of that sort. And additionally, I do have a podcast as well called for the girls, which pretty much embodies my confidence coaching that I do. It's a, on a more, you know, generic scale where I'm able to help everybody. And so I think it's it's been really fun because I mean, it, like I said, it's called for the girls. So we talk about all different things, not only the confidence coaching, you know, I talk business, I talk relationships, um, friendships, jealousy, even, you know, on the same vibe as you, which is how we got connected in the first place, manifestation, positive affirmations, beliefs, all that kind of stuff. So I'm pretty much a realm of like confidence, advice, dating, fashion, basically anything for the girls. <laughs> all the things, all literally all the all things to create your best life. I love that. And I also think it's so cool that you started off uh, with content creation, kind of like wanting that to be your full-time thing. And now it's like a side hustle. Like that is such a full circle moment. Like mm. I can't even imagine that. So I love that for you. That's amazing. And I didn't even know confidence coaching was like your full-time thing now too. Yeah, so I've always done um, different sorts of social media work, like business coaching, which I do also offer business coaching, but I am a little bit more focused on like the confidence coaching. And I've always been in different sorts of marketing and sales and all that kind of stuff, which is 
all amazing and it's all kind of led me to this place which i didn't mention because it's currently not something it's currently not something that makes me money more like drains my bank account but i am launching a brand <laughs> called vixen the label yes. so as as of this as of this moment it is not a launch thing yet but it is coming out soon and so all of these different things that i've done through marketing and sales and beauty and business and fashion and all of the above has kind of led me to here of being like I personally am like my own business. I am my own brand. And that's how now that confidence coaching is really my full-time thing, which is funny because I've always helped people in that way through social media for free <laughs> for yeah. a very long time. Yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> and, and I've had my other businesses, but now it's, it's come to the point where I'm like, wait a second. I can make a lot of money helping people. And yeah, now now it's all, it's uh, like I said, it's all the things and then Vixen will be out soon. And, th and then I'll be able to kind of add that to my roster too. Like I own a brand, but right yeah. now it's more like a brand, a brand owns me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I have not dabbled into clothing, but I do know like there's so much there. But um, I want to talk about that a little bit later on in the show because I do have some questions for you about the label. I want to get into sort of how you even started that. But I actually remember finding your TikTok, um, I want to say it was like a few months back, and I really resonated with your different chats about dating, having high standards, literally setting boundaries, just like your entire view on the dating world and how to approach dating as a woman. And I've seen that your content can be interpreted as controversial. And I'm curious, why do you think some people have a problem with women having high standards regarding who they date? It's actually really funny when people do find that my, I guess, opinion or my way is controversial because my way is nothing new. This new thing, this new thing is the whole like 50-50 and, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Modern. Else. And like that, <laughs> yeah, that's the modern way. Like I'm not doing anything different. Like I'm doing what was always the way. Like I have a much more traditional route than most people. And I mean, that just stems back to how we were raised, obviously. Like I, you know, have an upbringing of simply that. Like, I mean, I come from an Italian family where it's like, the, the there's no such thing as a 50-50 way. I actually posted a video on TikTok that went viral because I told my grandpa that a, uh, my date made me like pay for dinner. And he's like, oh he's like, imagine, imagine my grandfather. He's like, are you kidding? Like, it just, you got, it's pinned on my TikTok. He couldn't believe it. He's like, oh my God tell this man what I I can't remember what he's saying he's like tell this man to get out from his mother's basement he's oh my like he God. can't even get over it like so yeah. like for me for me again it's just like what I've always ever known so you know when people think it's like controversial I'm like I actually feel like it's actually the most traditional way of anything yeah but with the standards in general, even aside from, you know, money and things like that, just standards in general. I mean, I speak from experience of where I knew I deserved better than a certain situation. I knew that I was unhappy in certain situations. I knew that I wasn't fulfilled in certain situations, but I almost put my like feelings for that person at the forefront. And the crazy thing is, is that like, feelings and love and all that is actually not everything even oh, though sure. yes like love love is everything obviously we want that but love can also blur 
like your own happiness and your own fulfillment. And when you have feelings for someone the way that I've had feelings for boys, I, you know, my needs weren't met. My, I was not fulfilled. And so as I started to really discover me more than anything else, like what I like, what makes me happy, what fills up my cup, then I was able to reflect on relationships and things where I'm like, my needs are simply not being met. And that's how I was able to start really like, adding on another notch and another notch of things that I like. And that's, you know, through, through doing all this work, even just business wise, like how hard I work and how ambitious I am and how happy I can make myself by doing things that I really enjoy. I got to a place of like, I would literally rather be single and make myself happy and fill up my own cup and do the things that I love than than ever put myself in those situations again because I do fulfill my own needs and I refuse to be with someone until they can match and better yet elevate that energy. So for me, that's just like where it's all where it all comes from. I do have a more traditional belief when it comes to certain things, but then even I also have that like modern women twist on it because I am a very ambitious and hardworking woman who is like, I, no matter what, I I would literally rather be single and happy than be in, you know, getting attention from someone who's not making me happy. Yeah. No, I was literally having the same conversation with my mom the other day because I was like, I think I'm taking another break from dating because these men are not giving what I need them to give at all. Mm -mm. And she just didn't understand it because she comes from a whole different, first of all, a different country, a different way Mm -hmm. of understanding dating and marriage and relationships. And I was just like, if I am bringing all of these things to the table for myself, if I can do all these things for myself, if like, you know, you said, I'm hardworking, I'm ambitious, I have all these goals. What do I look like settling for a man that can't even match that energy, that can't even like, do you know what I mean? And for 100%. her, she was just like, I get it. And I was like, I don't have time. Like, I simply don't have time or energy to waste on people who are intimidated, who want to dim my light, who want me to kind of slow down or who want me to bring myself down to match their energy. Like that, I think, mm-hmm. is doing yourself a complete disservice. So I love that you mentioned that. I love that high standards, like you said, is exactly what you talk about. Because I think it is so important for like modern woman in dating. And, you know, my very first podcast episode a year ago, uh, sorry, August of 2021, 2022, August of 2021, a year ago, my very first podcast episode is called We Don't Match Energy, We Maintain Ours. Mm. And, you know, I talk about both personal and professional. And what I said in that episode is like, um, when it comes to dating, when, once you start matching other people's energy that's when you are taken out of your like uh your element and that's when you don't really embody your true desires like for example that i talked about in that episode it it literally comes down to the dates that you accept so there was a guy that i was very briefly talking to who you know basically he felt like disrupting my peace. He started talking to me. (laughs) He started talking to me. And it was one of those situations of like, he hasn't even formally asked me on a date yet. We were like kind of talking through like social media really. And he's like, Hey, I'm going to be in your area. Like, would you love to grab a juice? And for me, (laughs) yeah, like a juice, like a green juice. Right. And I'm like, first of all, for me, I'm no juice girl. Like I'm not, that is not me. Shout out to all the girls who are fulfilled by a, a juice. juice for lunch but it's not gonna be me sometimes like, i wish it not... could be me i tried the greens powder recently i said how y'all girls doing it because 
I'm like, that's the drink that's on the side of my meal. That's yeah. not the meal, right? Yeah. So in any case, it was like, I was basically saying in the episode, like one, that's not what I enjoy. So I'm never going to do something that I don't enjoy to do. And two, you haven't even asked me out on a date. So I'm not some con- convenient bus stop along the route. Like you're not <laughs> yeah. just going to be like, oh, I'm in your neighborhood. So like, let me see you. First of all, it was like in the middle of the day, like I'm working, like I, <laughs> I have things to do. It's not just like, hey I'm headed to I was living in Miami at the moment so it's like hey I'm headed to Brickle you want to meet for a juice like no if you want to see me then you need to reserve my time accordingly (laughs) like you're gonna need to make sure my availability it's something I want to do and so basically I was just saying in that that episode that's a perfect example of like you need to maintain your energy not match other people's energy and and fulfill their you know like convenient needs or whatever it is and so I basically said to him while still being polite, but also assertive, I said, I'm actually not, I said something along the lines of like, I'm actually not interested in that. Or like, I actually don't, I'm not a juice girl. And I was like, but if you make that dinner plans, I'd be happy to reconsider. And he was like, Oh my God. haha, Okay. Like, yeah, sure. And then what do you think happened? He, he never, never made did. He never yeah, did. Because he was not ready to come correct. Nope. So, so the second that I would, I went, I took a detour and I was like off his course. He was not ready for that. And that was, that was exactly it. Thank you for showing me that you're not what I'm looking for quickly so that you can exit, you know, and now I don't have to waste time out of my day, changing my work schedule around and say, yeah, let me actually meet him for a few minutes to get a juice. No, you would have wasted my time because you weren't even on the same wavelength as me. So that's why I maintain my energy rather than match people's energy. And that's all, you know, like a byproduct of having high standards and my beliefs. And for that to be controversial is just like, well, I guess you're just used to (laughs) settling. Because I'm not, I'm not down with that. Yeah. And you know, I think a lot of it has to do with the way that women are socialized and how men believe that women should act, I guess, in relation to them. I think for a lot of men, it's like what you just described, sort of matching that energy or settling for them. It's you making it convenient for that, right? You kind of like bending at their will of like, okay, you know, this is the time they have, like you should you should be available at that time, or this is what they're offering you. This is not dinner, juice, or maybe like a quick drink. Like you should take that and you should be happy that they're offering that because you like this guy. You think this guy's attractive versus when we actually start to not look at a man as like the center of our life or the center of fulfilling our lives. And we start to look at ourselves as being able to fulfill our lives and make ourselves happy. We start to make decisions like you just made. So, you know, no, I don't have time for this. This isn't what I enjoy. So I don't want to do that. And I think that's kind of what makes it quote unquote controversial is because we're so used to women playing into what men need in society. And when women start to stand up and say, I actually don't have time for that. Or I don't want to do that. I think it's seen as like us being rebellious, which is quite funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm like the least rebellious person on the planet too. So it's like actually really funny because I'm, I'm like typically such a rule follower, but you know, at the end of the day, like I come first. So if that breaks the rules, then so be it. Yeah. I'm curious, what are some other things that you do in your dating life to maintain those high standards? So you mentioned, you know, keeping your energy, not necessarily matching other people's energy. You mentioned offering up your available times and not trying to center your life around their available times. What are some other things that you do? 
Um, I would say that a big thing for me that's often very much overlooked is just purely open communication. Like I'm never going to be the person who's like, should I answer him yet? Or should I wait? I'm never going to be that person who waits for a text. Like if I, I have like, it goes like two different ways because I believe that there's like the happy medium. So like, yeah, if I'm just starting to talk to someone, no, I'm not going to call them or text them because I'm not pursuing them. They're pursuing me. However, if we're, if I would say that it's already established that this person likes me, respects me, is pursuing me. I'm, I'm not that girl who will like never send a text first. Like I'll call you, I'll text you. I don't really care. Like for me, communication is everything. So I am very big on honoring how I want to talk to someone when I want to talk to someone. I don't play any games like that. And I also, because I am like that, I'm not interested in people who are not. So like to me, if you, if you like kind of like me, but then you, you don't want to be like, texting me too much or whatever like not even too much you just like you're not someone who would even text me once in the day just to even mm -hmm. say good night or good morning then I'm not interested because you obviously don't like me enough to be excited enough to talk to me at even just one point because that's another thing that a lot of girls ask me on TikTok I've been talking to this guy like should I expect to hear from him every day and some people say no but I say yes because I'm not saying you need to text with someone all day. What's up? How's your day? Where you're going? What you're doing? That shit's annoying. And especially when you're just getting to know someone. However, I know for a fact that if I like someone, if I'm excited about someone, I want to say good morning or good night or even just a five minute call to say, listen, I'm ha I have a busy day today. We probably won't chat till tomorrow, but have a good day thinking about you. Like, like to me, maybe that's words of affirmation, but it, it's, it's it just merely a fact that like, yeah, I like you and I'm excited about exactly. you. So if I don't, if I don't get that, then you clearly are not excited enough about me. You can go a whole day without talking to me. So that's unattractive to me. That's another thing for me is that like someone being uninterested or not that interested or a little bit interested. This is another way that I would say I like really maintain my energy. Like that to me is unattractive. So if you only talk to me on like the weekends or like when you think you want to see me again unattractive I no longer am interested in you I no longer want to see you and I will deny your plans if you ask if we haven't talked in a week and now it's Saturday and you're like what are you doing tonight not interested you know not you because <laughs> yeah yeah not you because yeah it's just it's just like that's a very unattractive thing to me and yeah, and I don't, I even saying in the literal sense of I'm literally not doing you tonight. Yeah, I don't, I don't do like hookups and things like that either. So all of those things are just very uninteresting to me and very unattractive to me. So it's pretty easy for me to maintain my space and my energy. Yeah. And I think a big part of that too is, is compatibility. Cause if you're someone that you enjoy, like you said, just chatting with someone and it doesn't have to be all the time throughout the day because you're busy you have things that you're doing they should have things that they're doing but that person is someone who is maybe like maybe they are interested in you but they're comfortable with like never talking if they're not someone who's at least interested in maybe reaching out a bit more or there's someone who's like not interested in talking to you at all throughout the day i feel like you're you're not compatible like that's something that it's not a red flag in terms of their a bad person but it's a red flag in terms of the compatibility between you guys and it's like that's 
something that should be considered. And I see people who are like, they'll see stuff like that and they'll completely bypass it and keep going just because they want the relationship and they want a relationship. And it's like, okay, do you want a relationship or do you want a relationship with someone that you're excited about, who's excited about you, who you're compatible with, who you can see it with like the long term for, depending on what your relationship goals are? I don't know. They're they're two different things. <laughs> they're literally two I think I things. think compatibility is always number one to me. I say it in every TikTok. I say it whenever I talk about dating and in my podcast and whatnot, like compatibility has to come first. And I think because compatibility is not on the forefront for a lot of people, like I, I just said about like, love isn't the number one thing. There's so many other things that can overpower that. That's compatibility because you can love someone and and have no, and simply not be compatible and it will not work no matter how much you love them love is not enough compatibility is where it's at and it's not to say that if you're compatible with someone that you'll be in a healthy happy relationship with them too because you could also be compatible with someone and see them platonically and have yeah. no romantic spot. like there's you got to have the whole thing right you got to have the full circle which is why like you said do you want a relationship or do you want the relationship for me i want the relationship so i don't want to just be compatible with you because if there's nothing further there then we're just friends and i also don't want to have that like intense burning chemistry with you either because those are the relationships that had me you know like lowering my standards right when yeah someone that i was super attracted to or someone that i just had these feelings for those are the people that always had me in my head the most overthinking everything and then when i really stepped out of it and looked back on, on it i'm like i'm not even myself right now like i'm not even me i am catering to them like where i feel like we're compatible because i am making myself compatible for mm -hmm. that person and and that in and of itself like told me everything i needed to know so yeah i want i want both i want to be compatible and also want to be excited about you and have that attraction to you and be and have that romantic spark because so many girls settle for one or the other and when i do say these things on tiktok like how you can have both they're like that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. For and you, I might be single. if you believe that, then it doesn't exist uh -huh. for you. <laughs> yeah. I might be single. So maybe I'm not the perfect example to show that it is possible. No, but I, I believe that <laughs> I believe that it is possible. And that's why that's why I am single. People are like, this is why you're single. I'm like, yes, user one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is why I'm single. Thank you for hitting the nail on the head. Like that was the point. Yeah, no, I get that. Cause it's like, people assume that when you're single and you're choosing to stay single, that there's something wrong with you. And I mean, yeah, it could be someone who's like, or narcissist. Well, actually, no, because I would argue those people don't stay single. <laughs> like they want a victim. They want someone to manipulate. But when you're choosing to be out here and like, you know, foregoing all the societal pressures, like get into a relationship and do this by this age and all these things. It's like, you know something, you know that you're not willing to settle. You know that you want more, you know that you deserve more and you know that it's possible. So you're willing to just chill by yourself until it gets around. I'm like, listen, I like living by myself. I love this apartment. Mm -hmm. I love being able to have my bed to myself, my peace and quiet. I'm like, there's going to be a day where I don't have that to the full extent where there's a partner. Maybe there's kids. I'm not, I'm not sure anymore at this point in time, but there might be kids. Right. But it's like, until then, oh, I am soaking it up. 
I am enjoying myself. And like, I'm sorry that you're, you're mad that I'm saying that you may have settled and that I don't want that for myself. Like that sounds like a you problem at this point in time. It is. (laughs) It is. And I think, I think that people, like you said, it's the whole like societal pressure. I think that people see me and First of all, tick, I don't know what is going on on TikTok that I'm considered old. I'm 27. Like, I mean, okay. everyone needs to calm down. What? I know. I know that TikTok is definitely a younger audience, but I've never <sighs> felt old in my life until being on TikTok. And they say this whole thing of like, you're 27 and single. I'm like, what do you think 27 is geriatric? Like, I don't understand <laughs> yeah. what people think. So, yeah, there is that whole societal pressure that like this all should have been done said and done earlier and sooner and obviously I know with social media people do see so many you know young people whatever but keep in mind like I'm from New York I live in Hoboken New Jersey now but a lot of my friends are in the city like they live in Manhattan go to the city and you will see people in their 30s don't even want to hear the question like do you want kids do you want to get married they're like i'm so young i'm having so much fun like like i have a friend she i i i forget how old she is maybe she's like 35 or 36 whatever and she's married and i had asked her i don't remember why but i had asked her if they if they wanted to have kids and she was like oh, not yet <laughs> and i'm like see like i'm surrounded by people that are all older than me and they are also like you know like who cares about a timeline like there's ways to make these things happen now for me granted i've i have felt the pressure even offline because that's like i said traditional family everyone in my family has been married since a young age my grandparents my parents are all since way earlier than me you know 19 20 21 married whatever kids the whole thing so i've always had that sort of pressure even as a young girl pre-social media but you know as you get older you just kind of like grow out of that sort of that really that pressure you just kind of grow out of it like no my grandma is not every week saying when are you going to meet a guy I don't really like it's just not really like that but once I go on TikTok if they bring that old feeling back again I'm like guys I thought I I thought I moved past past this already I guess not again yeah 27 I'm 28 not old (laughs) so I don't know what's going on online it's It's like very skewed over there (laughs) so I haven't been on TikTok in a minute I'm doing like I don't even know I'm doing I guess I don't know I just haven't been on TikTok so I'm not sure if this still stands but I remember at one point in time you had some TikTok saying that you deleted the apps now is that kind of still where you're at you know I I I I'm off of the apps but I have been lately like thinking about it again and I, then I had to remind myself I had to remind myself the other day I'm like this is there's a reason why I told myself I'm done because every time I go back on it's I waste my time I'm disappointed so I'm still firmly off of them I will not say that I don't get those thoughts it's like a guilty freaking pleasure at this point but as of right now I'm still pretty firm in not yeah. Okay. I will say I completely understand. I'm off, but every time I come off, I like have that urge. You know, it's it'll happen always like on the weekends when I have more of a quiet weekend. I'm by myself for like a long stretch of hours. And then you know what happens? I'll watch like a rom com or like I'll watch something like that. And then I'm like, maybe Bumble isn't that bad. Like, let me go back on. And then if I do go back on, I see the same people and I'm like, okay, there's it's not even anything new. 
it's not anything mm, new. Yeah, so. I know. I, that's what I do. That's what I've been reminding myself. And I totally feel you because I, you know, we get those like spurts of loneliness and it's like, maybe it's not that bad. We start to blur the vision of how bad it was. Yeah. But I feel like, I do feel like it kind of sucks. I was never a Bumble girl though. I was, I was a Hinge girl. I've been literally on all of them. Hinge for me, I feel like I would get, obviously it's like less likes on Hinge and it wasn't even that they were better quality. Like that was my problem. I was like, I'd be okay with higher quality, lower quantity, but the guys there, it's still, it was still the same ending. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, wherever oh. they originate from, I feel like it's the same. And actually, no, I did meet some, I actually met one nice guy, a really good guy on Tinder one time, which was very surprising. Yeah. It turned I've out we weren't compatible, but I was, I was very surprised at that. Yeah. Anyways, that being said, I'm curious, do you have any specific like advice for dating in real life? Um, and what are some things that you've been doing? Cause I would help me out as well as listening. <laughs> totally, totally. So you mean as far as like being approached in person sort of? Yeah. So either maybe like being approached in person or making yourself available. But the other thing too, is I understand you should also just be doing things that you want to do just to live your life too. But I guess if you're also trying to intentionally date, but like do so in real life, what are some things that you do to kind of make it easier for people to approach you or make yourself more open? Okay, so this is actually a very big trending question, I feel like, that people always ask because a lot of girls don't want to be on the apps and then they're like, but no one ever come up, comes up to me in person. One thing you already said is like to do things that you already like to do, but on top of doing things that you like to do, also imagine like what are things that you would want, like what would your ideal partner want to do, right? So for me, I think about how many times that I have forced myself to go to certain places. Even like I said, I, I lived in Miami for a little bit and I'm not a drinker. I'm not a clubber. And I would go to certain places that even I knew I didn't fully enjoy, but because I had this thought in my head of like, well, what if I can meet someone there? What if I can meet someone there? And that already puts a negative energy into it because I also, in my heart, I'm like, I don't feel like my ideal partner would be at the club. So why, why am I going there? Like in, in hopes and, and putting this pressure on myself in hopes that I can meet someone there. Sure. I might meet someone there, but deep down when I have my, my manifestations and my journaling and things of that sort, when I talk about what my ideal partner would like to do at no point, do I ever journal that he would be at the club? Like that's never <laughs> yeah. been on my list. So why the heck am I doing that? Yeah. You know, it's all about putting yourself into places that you think they might be even starting with like the gym. You know, I go to oh, Equinox. Girl, same. <laughs> I literally just yeah. joined. Cause I was like, we gotta yeah. upgrade our gym experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I go to Equinox now. I, I started going there this summer. And the second that I stepped in there, I was like, I can't believe I've never been doing this before. <laughs> like, I can't believe it. Not to say that I've gotten a date from there. But the, even just being in that presence, I'm like, this is where my ideal guy would be. Go to you the know? gym. And I like yeah. that. Um, and, and then, yeah, everything else follows suit. So think about, yes, things that you enjoy, but also things that they would like. And to give you that, that example, using the gym, it's like, okay, don't, don't, don't only go to the gym because someone would be there, right? Like, because a partner would be there. If you enjoy the gym, personally, if you like to do that, and you're going to somewhere like maybe say Planet Fitness, no hate to Planet Fitness, that's where I used to go there when I was in college. 
my my ass ten dollars a month that was that was all i needed so what if you enjoy going to the gym and you go to planet fitness now could be your time to step back and say well i do already enjoy going to the gym so maybe i can elevate it to go in a better way but not someone who's like i hate the gym i never go to the gym now let me get a 300 dollars a month equinox membership that's not genuine you know like that's not true so that's why i use that example of like if you do enjoy going to a bar maybe yeah you can still go to a bar, but maybe not a dive bar, maybe go to a nicer upscale bar. And it doesn't have to be something expensive, but just like maybe somewhere that it's not like college kids, it's older men, you know, where you could actually sit at the bar and dress nice, not go somewhere in like your converse and you have girls spilling drinks all over you. Like yeah. <laughs> there's different ways to do it. So find the thing that you enjoy, but level it up to the person that you want to have. So don't do something fake and don't do something that you don't like. That's, that's on that case. But other than that, when you actually do get to that place where you want to be and where you enjoy, you need to be consistent and get into a routine. So for another example, there's this one bar that my girlfriend, she's single as well, that we really like. And every time that we go, there's like cute guys and whatever. So we go every single week. Same oh, day, I love that. same time, we go every single week. And I have met so many guys at this bar, whether I've actually gone out with them or just exchange numbers and we've talked a little bit. The point is, is that like the energy is flowing there. Like I actually like have like good, good reception there, I guess, like when it comes to receiving with like guys and attention or whatever the case might be. And we go there on a weekly basis because one thing that I used to do, like say that my friend went to a place and they would say, oh my God, I met the hottest guy there, you have to go. I would go to that place one time have like bad luck, like nothing, like no one would be there. Maybe it was a bad time or it was dead, whatever. And then I would never go back. And so, you know, what I realized is you have no idea like what can show up for you if you consistently, because you're, where your energy flows, like they man, like everything manifests, everything happens. So like when we went the first time, no, we didn't meet anybody, but we were like, let's try it again. It was really nice. The second time we went, we talked to a bunch of guys. We were like, okay, that was fun. Let's go again. The third time that we went, I literally, that one night, that third time we went, I got three guys' phone numbers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I just think you need to find, not only do the things that you like, but find the spot and consistently go like same day, same time, every single week. And now on the third step, when you are at that place and you are there consistently, this is when everything changes. Because the first time that we went, we were turned, we were sitting at the bar, but we were turned only talking to each other, right? Like we're sitting, we're in a new environment. We don't know anybody. The bartender doesn't know us. They don't know our drinks. So, you know, we're like sitting, reading the menu, talking to each other, whatever. The second time we go, the, we, I'm able to say to the bartender, can you make that same drink that you made me last week? Somebody else will be sitting there and say, oh, we saw you last time. Or then we feel a little bit more confident because we know the layout of the bar. So we know which area we want to be at. By the third time we go, we walk in and the shots are ready for us yes. as soon as we sit down. <laughs> the, other, the other guys that are around are like, you know, they, they come right up to you because now your body language is open and yes. welcoming. You're, you're making eye contact with other people. Remember, like I said, that first time I went, me and my friend, we could have looked like we were in a relationship because we were just sitting alone together. But by the third time we go, we're sitting shoulders back. We're facing the bar. We're looking outward to people. We're making eye contact with people. And people will recognize a more friendly, open, welcoming energy. And so then they, you know, come up to you. And then it all like transpires from there. So now it, when it comes to people coming up to you, if, you know, someone comes up to you, whatever, 
be confident, be cool, like act like this is nothing new, like act like this is just another day in the life because this is going to sound like maybe a little bit like gameish and I'm not really big on games, but I am big on making sure that I don't give people like a certain level of power. Like I'm not, I'm not going to, if a guy comes up to me, basically, I'm going to make sure that it is clear that like he is more interested in me than I am in him. You know what I mean? And like a guy will come up to you and say, what are you doing tomorrow? Don't be like nothing. I'm free. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like yeah. it, it's, you should be like, oh my God babe, like, you think that I'm available tomorrow? You should like, have booked a month in advance, Yeah, maybe. you should like, have booked a book up in advance, you know? So yeah. it's not to say that, like, you play games, but it is to just, like, you don't want to just show people that you're here, like, hoping that someone asks you out or whatever. So, you know, by the time that now they come up to you, you got to play confident, cool, coy, and, and, you know, you could say, oh, yeah, text me whenever, and I'm like, I'll let you know if I'm free. And so I feel like that whole, that's like the whole rhythm. You go where you want to go. You make sure you go consistently, even whether you go alone or take one friend with you, doesn't matter. You guys got to be on the same page and go consistently. And then you get comfortable. Then you make eye contact. Then you have the open body language. Then they come up to you. And now you're like, oh yeah, this is just like another day in the life. This is nothing new. Yeah. I love that. Especially like your transition from going there the first time to like all of a sudden baby this is my place like what do you mean <laughs> like, yeah I love that. Like, this is where I sit every yeah. week I know that because think about it the first time that we went there we don't know wh- what what you do right so we like look around we're looking where there are seats and now by the time that we go we like you plant know our ass right in the exact spot that we know we're gonna be and like you just get this level of comfort that really translates into confidence and confidence Show us people that like, you know, your shit, you know, you belong here. Like you're not like, you know, some transplant, like coming, you know, from out of town. And, you know, it just like, it's, it's great. We have so much fun. A big thing for a lot of people is like when they first put themselves outside of that comfort zone, whether they go to like the new bar, the new gym or whatever, it feels so uncomfortable that they don't want to do it again. Cause it's like, oh my God, I, I felt out of place. I felt like everyone was staring at me and I didn't know what I was doing in this and the other, but it's like exactly what you explained. The more that you go, yes, it's uncomfortable at first, but you're going to get to know yourself. You're going to get to feel more comfortable in that place. And you're going to walk in there sooner or later, like you own the place. Like now, like I remember my first day going to equinox like i literally was so awkward because it's like you know it's a new layout of a gym like there are different floors the equipment is different i don't know these people and so for me i will say okay well i love going to the gym so i know i'm gonna be here at least like every day so i'm gonna eventually get over this and i knew that and now it's like i walk in i'm saying hi to the people at the front we're chatting smiling up, at like, people 100 yeah. i'm making conversation i go to the same running class on tuesday and thursdays now so i walk in i'm like hey to the people who are teaching because i know them it's like it's such a vibe when you get to that place because you like you said you feel that confidence because you know you you just like know this is your spot you know you belong and it shows it shows and i think people respond to that so more people start to come up to you people ask you like oh how long have you been going here and now it's it's a whole thing right it's a whole thing it's even just down to making friends networking like that's another thing too that's also very important that I did not know I know like I probably sound like the most boy crazy girl ever which spoiler alert kind of am but (laughs) I kind of am I love guys yeah you sound like it's important to you yeah it is but what 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 I what I have not clarified that I think women need to understand as well is that girl you need to just go into it expecting to make a friend it's not necessarily like you think every guy is going to be your boyfriend because I might sound like 
everything she does is revolved around guys. And that is simply not true. Personally, I do love guys. I've always, I've always wanted a relationship. I've always been friends with guys. I've always had boyfriends. Like I've always had like at least a guy figure like in my life. So I might have that always in the back of my head subliminally is like, I would love to meet somebody. However, I do not go and do things with the mere intention of meeting a, a guy but i do always go out with the intention of networking and making friends whether it be girls or guys doesn't matter so if a guy does you know approach you or whatever like i am not instantly in my head already saying like oh my god what if you know like did i say the wrong thing did i do the wrong thing like i'm like oh yeah this is my friend now like i actually one of my one of my girlfriends she always says that um, her friends tell her that she collects boyfriends because <laughs> guys will approach her yeah. to like, you know, date her or whatever. But if she's maybe not interested or whatever, if they're not necessarily compatible or don't have the best chemistry, she always stays friends with them. And so now she's like, I have all these different guy friends and she's even someone who set me up with the guy once. Oh, and I love that. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, you want to just be making friends anyway, you want to be networking anyway. So when you go into it with the mindset of like, this is simply just making a connection, even if it transpires into nothing. Now you have like a new friend or whatever the case is. And that's a whole other thing too, is like, yeah, when you do make these friends, like her and another girlfriend both had set me up on dates with someone no, neither one of them ended up working out, but they're both nice guys, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not like, it's not like I would n- say anything bad about them. They're both nice guys. They're just not my guy. And, you know, as long as you make these friends, you go out, you're positive, you're a good vibe to be around. Then people start to say, you might like my friend, so-and-so. I would love to set you up with so-and-so. So I don't know. I feel like connecting with guys in real life, AKA off of dating apps actually comes very easily and effortlessly and naturally to me because of that confident, comfortable energy where I'm just always open to making new friends. I think it's part of the the energy that you bring to the table where you're just treating them as a person. So you're not mm-hmm. sort of putting them on this pedestal of like, oh my God, could he be my husband? You're like, could he be looking, the one? Yeah. yeah, you're looking at him like, I want to see who you are. I want to get to know you mm-hmm. as a person. And I think people feel that energy no matter who you are. And it's really cool when you meet someone who they just are literally wanting to get to know you for the sake of getting to know you. Um, so you mentioned this earlier and we, I kind of want to like start circle back to it, but like hookup culture, which I have my thoughts. <laughs> and, I, and I know you shared some of your thoughts as well earlier, but I want to know, I guess, give me more of your thoughts. But then also, do you think that hookup culture is ruining dating? So this is actually a pretty like heavy topic, actually, which I'm, <laughs> which I, I, I'm excited to get into because I, 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 my beliefs on this has, has changed so much in the past year and a half. Let's, let's just put, let's just put it all out there straight up on the table. So about a year and a half ago, I actually made the decision to be celibate. And so I have been celibate since around April of 2021. If that is a year and a half, I don't know. I don't do math. It's same. I was like, <laughs> but, wait, you, know, you were asking the wrong yeah. person. <laughs> April, April of 2021. We're now in August. Uh, no, we're in September. We're in September of 2020. You said August. So I was that, like, oh yeah, I'm going with that. And so yeah. Like, oh, Let's do the math. Let's do the math there. So for those, for those of you, you can figure out how long. Yeah. Been. All right. So moral of the story is I came up with that decision because I felt that what 
what was happening and not to plug my podcast again, but I do have a podcast episode similar to this. And it's one of my earlier episodes. It's called um, women fall for sex and men fall for emotion. Mm. And what I noticed is that every time that I ever did hook up with somebody, I like the vision was blurred. The lines were blurred on how serious this connection actually is and how much I actually like this person. I noticed once I hooked up with somebody, I instantly liked them more and I instantly felt almost entitled to loyalty from them, which men are on the complete contrary. They, (laughs) a man can sleep with, a man can sleep with you and sleep with somebody else the next day and give zero shits about either one of you and then a man could go out the next day and meet a woman who he connects to emotionally Mm -hmm. and both of those girls he slept with are out the window now and this girl who he emotionally connects to he could not even sleep with her he could not even kiss her and he could now be loyal to her without even ever having had sex with her which is the complete opposite for girls. And, and when I came out with this episode, people were arguing it, but what they don't understand is they're like, no, men are the ones who want sex more. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that women fall for men, or at least believe they convince themselves that they fall for men through that intimacy. Once a guy is sleeping in your bed, or you're sleeping in his bed, you spend the night with him, you hook up with him, you sleep with him. Now, all the thoughts are going through your head, whereas men are filled with testosterone, women are not. So because men are pumping out testosterone left and right, they have a more like they can just have sex and be like, whoo, got that out of my system, right? But for us, it's a little bit more of an emotional thing. For them, um, a guy can have sex with one girl 10 times and have no loyalty to her. A guy can meet one girl that he vibes with on a different level and like has this burning desire to be in her presence even without touching her and he will be loyal to her. That girl he had sex with 10 times will now see him out with that girl and she'll go home crying. What happened? We, everything was blah, blah, blah. No, that's not true. The vision was just blurred because you had sex with him. And for me, the second that I would hook up with a guy, I always felt like we were closer than we actually were. Yeah. And I could, I could have been talking to a guy that I never hooked up with and immediately the guy that I did hook up with got priority he was at the top of the totem pole over the other guy simply because of the fact that we had sex or hooked up even though if you really put them both on the playing field it's not any more serious of a relationship mm-hmm. but for some reason I convinced myself that it was so that whole that whole thought process allowed me to realize like hold on I am literally liking guys for legitimately no reason they like I mentioned earlier in the episode they are not fulfilling my needs they are not filling up my cup they are not catering to my like deepest desires we're just hooking up so what do I why why do I even like you what do I even like you for and yeah it's it's literally us convincing ourselves so I did I do feel that hookup culture at least the hookup culture that's happening today so aggressively is really, it it is taking a toll on dating. And let me also make something clear because I already know how people will have their opinions. I am okay with not getting that attention from men because they, people will comment and say certain things like, okay, well now you're the one 
who you're going to make all these women be lonely or you're going to make no one whatever have sex or this and that. And I'm like, everyone can do whatever they want to eat their own. (laughs) But for, but for me, I don't feel like I'm lacking anything by making this decision. If I felt in my heart that I was lacking something, then this would not be the decision. So if girls are now all of a sudden listening to me and not having sex or not getting into relationships or not dating or whatever, and they're unhappy, then please do not put that on me and be like, she told me to do it. Uh Uh-uh. This is for me. This is how I feel. So I think everyone should do what makes them feel like, like abundant. I do not feel like not having sex means I'm lacking anything. So I know that I know that these days, you know, in a in a very progressive society and world that we live in, women are really embracing their sexuality, which is great. If you want to have sex, do it, you know, I see it all over freaking TikTok. Everyone is shouting me from the rooftops that they're having sex. Great, go ahead and do it. But if there ever comes a point where you feel unfulfilled, don't worry about this world of like, let's, let's, you know, all have sex. Let's all be progressive with sex. You don't have to, you don't have to. You can say, you know what? I actually don't feel great doing this. I think that there is a lot, like, I just see it a lot. I do see it a lot where it's like, we, we post, you know, all of this like sex stuff and whatever. And I think that people like almost feel, I think people almost feel like they're having better sex than they are. Let's, let's put that out there. They're not even having, they're not even having good sex. Amazing, passionate, <laughs> they're in, intimate sex. Yeah, yeah, they're not, they're really not. So you know, I see these girls online that are all like, you know, pussy power and whatever, and go ahead, do do whatever you want. If that makes you feel happy, if that makes you feel good, but let's also reflect on how good your sex even is that you're having. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, you know what? I'd rather wait until I'm having like the best sex of my life with someone that I love and I'm excited about. And that's where I'm at. I know that was a whole long spiel, but that's just it. Like I said, it's a heavy topic. It's There's so many more layers to it and I could go on forever, but I just feel like to scratch the surface, that's where I'm at with that. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand, and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. know that was like a can of worms that I (laughs) attempted to open there. No, I agree with you. And, you know, I had like a similar reflection myself of kind of coming to the same decision. And I've actually had this conversation with another friend 
funny enough she's also from new york and lives in jersey and we were just talking about this exchange we're talking about it from an energetic perspective when you sleep with men the way the energy is exchanged and a lot of times exactly like what you explained men can walk away from that exchange and they can feel on top of the world they can feel feel fulfilled it's like they are in some way siphoning that that energy from women right they're siphoning that energy and they're walking away feeling fulfilled and women and if you look at like obviously the science of it all and i don't really know the names of the hormones so i'm not even gonna try to like butcher it and mention it here we walk away with like feeling more connected to that man and if he does something that in some ways is contrary to what we believe the connection is then we're hurt now we're like oh my god he betrayed us oh my god he did this oh my god whatever and a lot of times i was also noticing that i was walking away from these connections feeling tired and feeling drained mm -hmm. and feeling like okay something is now off with my energy and so i think exactly like what you said you know this is not a, a conversation of like what is right and what is wrong or what mm -hmm. anyone everyone should be doing with their bodies i think make the decision that's best for you make the decision that works for your life your sex life your mental health spiritual health everything i would notice from these interactions with men like i would leave feeling like tired uninspired it would just have me I don't know, just not in a good place mentally or spiritually. And so I feel like the decision is obviously one that is very personal. And if it seems like a good decision for you, I would say try it out, right? Like I think celibacy, is it's not permanent. It doesn't have to be permanent if you don't want it to be permanent. It's something within your control. So if you want to say, I want to try being celibate for like a month or six months or I don't know, whatever timeline you want to put on it. Or if you don't want to put a timeline on it and you want it to be indefinite until you meet that person, that is a completely personal decision. And I feel like you shouldn't ever let, and this isn't, you know, to you, but anyone listening, you shouldn't ever let society or people that you're dating try to pressure you into having sex because it, we've made it seem like it's such a casual act yes. and it's not. We can literally create life from this if you're entering into heterosexual relationships and having heterosexual sex you can literally create life and that's not something to be taken lightly and i think that's something that should definitely be considered when we are engaging in these relationships so totally glad that you said everything you said i completely agree with it um i am also on my own personal journey and not not having these men touch me also i'm just not dating so <laughs> yeah i love i i do just want to touch on that because i love what you how you just said specifically like sex is not something to be taken lightly and that's exactly where i was going with that is that there are a lot a lot a lot of there's there's simply a lot of content out there that really makes sex seem like it's something that should just be like just do it if men can do it so can women and you know what of course that's obviously the truth but the, the men and women with their hormones are different yeah so biologically we are different with those that those sex hormones again like you said if you're in a heterosexual relationship i I'm sorry, I always have so many girls like, what advice do you have for me if I'm, you know, with a woman? I'm like, if the shoe fits, wear it, but I've never been in a relationship with a woman, so I don't know, and I don't want to speak. I, I merely speak from my own experience, so I'm not someone who just makes up advice and says, and if you're with a woman, here's what you should do. I, I, I can't really help in that way, but as far as with my own experience, I do know that there, there is a reason why there's that this whole thing around like sex being different for men and women. And it, it is because it is different. And for, for men, they're always going, they almost every time have their needs satisfied sexually, if you know where I'm going with that. Mm -hmm. And women do not 
as much. Yep. And I remember how many times it would just like, they would do what they have to do and then it'd be over. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck was the point of me being here? Like, Literally. What, was, what was this for, yes. right? Yes. So, <laughs> so, you know, with that all being said, yes, we now, we now just transferred our like most divine energy over to someone. And honestly, for what? So I think sex does need to be seen as a bigger deal than it is being portrayed. I think it needs to be seen as a, as this hugely, huge transfer of belief, uh, not belief, sorry, this huge trans transfer of energy. And we have to believe we are deserving of the best sex ever, not just sex because we have the ability to do it. Not just, oh, we can have sex, so let's do it. It's so much more than that. It's so much deeper than that. And that is why I chose to be celibate. And am, am I saving myself to marriage? No, of course not. It's really all about the energy. It's about the person. And it's about how much we really desire to fulfill each other and not just like, let's just do this just for the sake of doing it. So yeah. it's just such a bigger deal to me than it was at a time. At a, there was a time where it was like, who cares? Like sex is fun and whatever. And then I'm like, I'm not having fun. <laughs> yeah, these men fun. are having fun. <laughs> no, but I, I think it's, it's very similar to how we always say like protect your energy. People talk about that so, so much. They're like, you know, protect your energy, evil eye, who's around you, this and the other. It's like, we're so protective of the energy of, of who's around us in terms of our friends who we're spending time with that kind of stuff. But like, it's the same thing with sex, even more so powerful because someone is literally, again, if you're a heterosexual woman, someone is literally inside of you so it's like that i mean you better protect you that could, energy yeah, you couldn't you <laughs> like, couldn't possibly get energetically any closer, any closer. than that that is like, the most so i'm just like please let's no it, it's, it's protect and, that and again just to make sure it's clear to each their own if, if you are enjoying and you're not having trouble with this and this is something that's that works for you by all means do it but but it you know it if you're not I really do. I think that celibacy is the best choice that I've made because there's nothing like having that control over who gets to touch you, who gets to be with you. Like that, that to me is sexier than sex. I think the power of like celibacy and knowing that like I can and do reject every single person who even tries it. Um, it's like that to me is like the sexiest thing ever. Yeah, I love that. I don't know why. I just saw um, the first episode of The Serpent Queen yesterday on Stars. Have you seen it? No, I've yeah. heard of that though. It's, okay, it looks so good. It was giving that vibe because like, I don't know, in the trailer and in the first episode, she's giving very much like this vibe of like a powerful woman where she's like, don't let these men play you. <laughs> like that's the mm -hmm. vibe she's giving. So I just got that into my head because I just watched it yesterday. It's really good. <laughs> Not us being serpent queens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just queens, right? Um, okay, I want to switch gears a little bit and return to something we were talking about earlier, which is that you are the founder of a clothing brand. So I would love to hear. So also, how do you say it? is the send the label? Vixen, like Vixen. Victoria and like Vixen being sexy, like okay. V-I-X-E-N. So this is Vic, V-I-C-S-E-N. Okay. It, you literally have a graphic explaining this and I was still struggling. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Vixen, like how we've always heard like what a Vixen is. So it's that, but it's spelled Vic like Ooh, Victoria. Punny. Is this a pun? I think this is a, this, this is a is, pun. This, no, this is a pun and it's entirety i love it i love it okay so what sparked your desire to create this label so 
Vixen the label, first things first, of course, like being that I've always loved, um, you know, just like style in general, it's always been something that I, I said, oh, in the future, I want to do this. But obviously, that takes a major, major, major investment of time, money, resources, and it's not something that you could just throw together. And then in 2021, really last, uh, like the end of 2020, I would say going into the beginning of 2021, I knew that I was at a point where I did have the time, money and resources to start doing that. And I started working with my friend, her name is Abigail Hall. She is the owner and creative director of uh, an agency called Tony Agency, which is a cre creative agency. And when I started working with her, she was doing my shoots for my like, I, you know, my content, like my every single photo on Instagram when I was living in Miami was shot by Abby. And we started just working together creatively. And she is someone who really helped me bring those like internal feelings to life. And she took a vision and made it a reality. And I'll never forget us like sitting together at lunch, talking me just like putting it all out there, like what I want to do. And I'll forever give the credit to her. And I was telling her like how I, you know, something like sexy and sultry, but that's also like me and like my personal like brand to put it out there. And she literally was like, what about Vixen? And I was like, that's it done. So like yeah. I opened, I opened my S corp for it that day. Oh so, my gosh. and I think that was in like January of 2021. And so, yeah, then the process began from there. So it's something I always wanted to do, but because I mean, I'm a creative person, but she's like, she literally owned a creative agency. She is the best. So when, when I was talking about it to her, it couldn't have been the, a better time place. Like she just, she got it. And then it all what came from there. Oh my God. I love that. I, especially mm -hmm. like the fact that you took that action already. Your vibe is giving me the vibe of someone who you're not afraid to do what you want and you're not afraid to say what you want, obviously being respectful, but I love that you literally had that idea. You know, she inspired that idea and you were like, let's go. What are we waiting let's for? <laughs> like I'm, I'm always open to being the student as well, which I think is very important because you don't know what you don't know. And like, there's so many things that we don't know and we don't know. Right. So if we think that we know it all, then we have no idea that there's so many other things that we don't know. Yeah. And so even though I was like, okay, I have the whole vision in my head. I'm like, how can I really make it a tangible physical because I've never done that before. And I think that even just in general for entrepreneurs or influencers, content creators, whatever, like it's very, very, very important to, you know, outsource and get inspiration and help from other people. Don't be afraid to do that because that, that one conversation I had with her literally covered like six months of worth of work to bring something to life, even down to that was our very first conversation. And our very first conversation gave me the brand name. You know how long people wait to figure out what the brand name is? I had the name of my brand in day one of putting this together. That brand name, Vixen, embodies the entire brand in itself. So it's actually helped everything come together from like the designs to the pieces to the branding, the aesthetic, everything because I fully now I'm embodying what a vixen is in every single thing I do down to the font that we use, the colors that we use, the brand packet, like the bio, the captions, the hashtags, every single thing was a byproduct of vixen. So 
you know, it just all flowed so effortlessly from that day. So what would you say has been the most challenging and then also maybe the most rewarding part of this journey so far? I would say that the most challenging thing is that um, time, like you have to have patience and I'm very impatient. I mean, I started this in 2021, which is like, you know, between COVID and inflation and like all of these things that have been going on that we've been going through in the past year, like production was completely slowed down. Like this is, you know, we're going into a year, over a year and a half of putting this together. It's like, uh, for me personally, and I'm, I'm always a very transparent and vulnerable person, so I'm not afraid to say this here, but like for me now, I was telling Abby, like, I feel even underwhelmed, you know, the launch, because I thought this was going to be launched a year ago. Like, I can't believe that this is still going on now that things like next week we have our, our shoot. So now, you know, the like the, the motivation is kind of coming back. But after a year and a half of like looking at the same pieces and um hearing the same things and the everything over and over you get like come on now you know like you lose that like excitement for a little bit and so i feel like that was that was the hardest part is that like you have to have patience and i think maybe if i had more patience then you know it would have been a little bit smoother sailing but because i'm the type who gets stressed when things take longer than they should that was like uh Everything is falling apart. And Abby's like, girl, I she because she owns that agency, she's worked with so many brands. She's like, girl, I've seen brands take three years to launch one single product. So like, you know, it's like, you got to just be patient. And so that would be the hardest thing. But I would say that this whole like pandemic time of year has been probably like the worst thing to be launching anything, if I'm being honest with you. So um, that was really that. But as far as the most rewarding I would, I would say that I won't fully feel the most rewarding part until we get that photo shoot done because that's what I'm looking the most forward to is like seeing it actually be like worn on a model and seeing it actually be like, you know, brought to life. I think that that will probably be the most rewarding in that way. But as far as the most re- rewarding, like happy feeling that I have is that my my younger cousin is actually my one and only employee and so the funnest part is that like we i've been working on this with her you know and so you know it's just been fun to know like so she's my brand developer and so obviously i'm the ceo and i'm the founder but she's my one and only founding member and so if and when vixen the label becomes a big brand you know she's been building it with me from day one and so i think that's that to me is like my favorite part so far is like, even though there's been zero results yet, like I don't have anything to even show for it yet. It's like this, this is the best part of it is like, you know, we're cousins, but we didn't fight about anything. We didn't disagree about anything or she's not making it hard to work with her. Like you usually they say like, don't bring family or friends into business and whatever. But if I'm being honest, you know, I'm paying her out of pocket. I didn't even launch yet. I can't take a full-time employee on, you know, like I can only take someone on who's willing to help me and says, you know, like I'm okay with doing this where we're at right now because I know we're going to grow. And obviously a stranger, a stranger isn't going to be on board like that. Right. So you take on who you can, who's willing to help, who's willing to support. And she's the literal only person that I would ever be able to rely on in this sort of industry and so she i called her from day one and she's been just as excited from day one and it's been just like 
fun to work with her because, you know, she's my little cousin. Like, you know, it's it's like we go from being little babies to now like launching a, a brand together. Yeah. And it's it's just been like cool. So but I'm excited for like the real to really like see everything come to life. Yeah, I feel like that's super exciting. Like having a photo shoot, you seeing everything come to life. Mm -hmm. And also once you introduce the brand, like fully introduce the brand to the world, I think that's going to be super exciting. So I'm excited for you. Like, eh. yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely like, you know, like I said, going back to that underwhelming thing, it's definitely going to make the world's difference. If anyone's listening this to this, that even thinks about launching a brand, like seeing your item sitting in a cardboard box in plastic, don't let it get you down because that's your, I'm like seeing them every day sitting in a cardboard box and I'm like, get this box out of the living room. Yeah. I, need, <laughs> I need to go. So I'm going to Miami in like a, like a week and a half and then I'll yeah. be like, okay, now I feel good. Like now I'm excited. And that's the realness of launching a brand. Like I'm never going to be the one who's like, it's all amazing. No, it's like discouraging in a little, in some ways it's like, can we get the show on the road? So now I'm, now I'm excited. Yeah. I love that for you. I really want to know though, like what's your big vision? Like when you think about where you want your brand to go, when you think about who is the woman purchasing the clothing from your brand, what is she thinking? What is she doing? Who does she want to embody? Like what, what do you see for that? So one thing that I will say before I answer that is that people are actually, they don't, they, you guys don't know what I'm going to launch. Oh! So it's already, it's already not going to be what people are expecting it to be. Is it lingerie? Oh, let me not. Oh my God. <laughs> so it's already something that people are not expecting it to be. So yeah. let me just say that the entire, and you're, you're probably going to love this. Cause I could, I just know the entire like full circle moment of what Vixen is meant to be is truly a line of women who embody confidence. Like you will not shop on this website if you are not confident. I am telling you that right now, you will not. So no matter your age, I mean, maybe it's not necessarily something that it's all ages, but like it could be, I would say it's more like, you know, that 20s, 30s, 40s range like that, like, you know, would be like, I would say from like a young 20s to like a mid 40s, maybe would be more of like that sort of ideal woman, like client, whatever. And it's going to really be the woman who's like, I, I can, I can rock this. I can wear this. I can own this. It's not, you know, your average pair of jeans or like a blazer. Like this is not about covering up. Let's put it that way. Ooh. Oh, okay. I'm intrigued. Um, yeah, I'll be right. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this. So, I would love to know. Okay, before we wrap up, I would obviously want you to tell the listeners where we can find you online. Everything will be linked in the show notes as well. But could mm -hmm. we get an official launch date? I know. Do you have an official launch date? Kind of with everything happening, or so our like aim is for ten ten, which is October tenth. <gasps> So that's what we're aiming for. And I'm really hoping that that is like 100% official, which I think it is. But you know, it's just our shoot is in a week and a half. So hopefully, as long as everything goes well, that's when we'll be launching. So 1010. I'm like, all right, yes. we ready? We, I'm not waiting till 1111. But I'm like, <laughs> I want like, I want like a cool date. Like I want a yeah. cool number. So I'm like, what's another cool date? And now I'm like, all right, 1010. 1111 will be so lit though. Cause like 11 plus 11 is then 22. And we're in 2022. Oh, that is and, cool. and then it's like right before Black Friday too. So it's like, but 1010 is like a good day. I feel like anything in Q4 
you're yeah. good. Like Q4, everyone's yeah. shopping, everyone's buying. Like I need holiday mm-hmm. gifts for people. So it's a vibe. So yeah, 100%. if you could let us know where we could find you online. Like I said, I will link it down below. But this has been such a lovely chat. I've like truly yeah. just very much enjoyed myself. <laughs> well, I did as well. And I had a lot of fun talking with you. I love when I talk to someone that like, I kind of for- forget that we're even recording a podcast. I feel like we're just like on FaceTime talking to each other. Yes. Like, <laughs> like that's the vibe always. So I love that. Yeah. So you could find me. So my, my personal Instagram and TikTok username, it's the same. So it's Victoria dot like a period of my last name, which is Alario A-L-A. R-I-O. And then Vixen, the label you can find on Instagram at Vixen, which is V-I-C-S-E-N, the label. And of course, the website is also VixenTheLabel.com. And then I also have For The Girls podcast, which you could find basically anywhere, like literally all the places that podcasts are streaming. So that's just called For The Girls. And I think that that should be it. I feel like I mentioned that I do 8 billion things, but I promise (laughs) those are, those are it. Well, thank you so much, Victoria, for chatting with me. This has been super expensive. Just like a beautiful chat to start off my Monday with. Just like (laughs) going into the week with like boss bitch vibes is what it's giving. Uh So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode.